Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. I'm Colleen Witt. Join me, the host of Eating While Broke podcast, while I eat a meal created by self-made entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities over a meal they once ate when they were broke. Today, I have the lovely AJ Crimson, the official princess of Compton, Asia. Kidding, and Asia. This is The Professor. We're here on Eating While Broke, and today I'm going to break down my meal that got me through a time when I was broke. Listen to Eating While Broke on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Raffi is the voice of some of the happiest songs of our generation. Baby Beluga. So who is the man behind Baby Beluga? Every human being wants to feel respected. When we start with young children, all good things can grow from there. I'm Chris Garcia, comedian, new dad, and host of Finding Raffi, a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Fatherly. Listen every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Misha Barton has finally revealed why she left the OC. Anna Paquin defended her marriage following criticism of her sexuality. And we're talking with Katie Natopoulos about Joe Biden's Venmo account. It's May 20th, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen LeConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So we're starting the day with Misha Barton finally opening up about why she left the OC. In an exclusive interview with E!, Barton said the biggest reason was, quote, general bullying from some of the men on set that felt really shitty, adding, quote, I just felt very unprotected. Barton clarified that things started to fall apart for her during season two when the show ramped up production by doubling up on episodes, and she started to feel burnt out. She says the producers gave her a choice of how her character Marissa would be written off, saying she could, quote, sail off into the sunset and potentially come back in the future in some bizarre TV scenario, or we can kill her off and you can go on with your career. If you're a fan of the show, you know she went with the second option. Warner Brothers and Fox declined to comment on Barton's statements. I mean, I think it's pretty clear by saying I want to be killed off that she meant it. And I know that can, you know, she did want to move on with her career. But knowing that there were these other reasons now, which I genuinely had no clue about, you know, and I think she really ties into this early mid 2000s time we've been talking about for women when they were just not protected. They were harassed by the media and on set. It was awful for her. It sounds truly terrible. Yeah. You know, this was really just apparently not a good era for young, famous women. I really love the choice that she made to have her character killed off because frankly it is her death in that show just is one of the more memorable moments from the show so it's like what a way to go you know what I mean like she kind of defined the show on her way out so I think that was the right choice for sure oh so true okay so Steven we're moving on to something that I have so many feelings on 
Anna Paquin is defending her marriage to Stephen Moyer after a fan criticized her sexuality. This started when Paquin, who identifies as bisexual, posted to Instagram about Pride Month, writing, quote, The folks who put their bigotry on display in the comment section of my recent post, why don't you hit that unfollow button right now? And because the internet is a terrible place, people commented on that post. Many of the comments said that she can't identify as bisexual if she's married to a man, which if you didn't know, she's married and has two children with her former True Blood co-star, Stephen Moyer. She promptly shut down her followers by stating, if he, my husband, doesn't have a problem with it, why should anyone else? Hashtag love is love. Hashtag fuck by erasure. Hashtag by pride. Paquin has addressed this before in a 2014 interview with Larry King where he asked, well, this. Are you a non-practicing bisexual? I, well, I mean, I am married to my husband and we are happily monogamously married. But so. you were bisexual. Well, I don't think it's what a past tense thing. No? No. What, what? Are you still straight if you're with somebody? I mean, it doesn't mean you're not, you know, if you were to break up with them or they were to die, you know, it doesn't hey, prevent your point. sexuality from uh, stop existing. Stop thinking, okay? No, I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't, uh, <laughs> but, doesn't but, really work like that. Steven, I I just want to let you know that because of that interview, I was able to have words to express myself when a former friend said that to me, that once you're with a man, you're not bisexual anymore. Really? A friend said that to you? Yeah, someone from my past said that to me at a sushi dinner one time. And thank God I had seen recently seen that interview because it helped me like be able to process and then respond. Yeah, you know, one thing that just blows my mind is even within the queer community of which you and I are both part and I'm a gay man, there still is this bi erasure, biphobia, this idea that, you know, when a bi person enters a relationship, uh, whether the, if the partner is the opposite sex of them, they're no longer bi or queer or whatever. And it is 2021, we need to move past that. That ridiculousness. I mean, it's yeah, it, it's so ludicrous. Like it blows my mind that people would think that way. It's just so far from the truth. And also just, I think, upsetting that someone would believe that Anna Paquin's husband gets to define her sexuality mm, for her. Mm-hmm, Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that her sexuality isn't something that she owns, but rather like, you know, a reflection of the man that she's with. Mm-hmm, exactly. Moving on. Today, we're talking about Venmo. Basically, everyone uses it. Even the president, apparently. And that's kind of a problem. In fact, it's an issue of national security. So a team of BuzzFeed news reporters tracked down the president's private Venmo account in literally 10 minutes. Today, we're talking with BuzzFeed News senior reporter Katie Natopoulos, who co-wrote that piece titled, We Found Joe Biden's Secret Venmo. Here's why that's a privacy nightmare for everyone. Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm happy to be here. So let's start with this. We need to hear the story behind how you and a team of BuzzFeed news reporters found the president's Venmo account. Can you break it down for us? Sure. So there was a story in the New York Times about, you know, sort of what Joe Biden is up to behind the scenes these days. And, you know, a lot of it was not that thrilling necessarily, but there was one tiny little item that mentioned that, you know, in the after hours, one of the things he gets up to is he Venmos his grandchildren money, which totally normal, you know, sort of. Um, but my colleague Ryan latched onto that and he said, oh my God, wait, this means the president has a Venmo. So very quickly, we were able to figure out what the account was. And it was, you know, it was literally within a matter of minutes sort of working backwards from knowing that he sent money to his grandchildren. And we found that there was this account that 
was clearly Joe Biden's account. And there was also one for his wife, Jill. And they had, they didn't have any public transactions, but you know, the thing about Venmo is that there's no way to have a private account on Venmo. You can have private transactions, but you can't have a private account. So we were able to view the existence of these through this other sort of key feature of Venmo and its sort of not great privacy, which is that friend lists are always public and anyone can look through your friend list on Venmo. And since on Venmo, you tend to upload your phone contacts, you know, for most people, it makes it a good way to find the people you want to send money to for someone who might be coming at this with different motivations, like a journalist, like a bad actor. It's a pretty good way to map out someone's, you know, social network or social sphere. And that's how we were able to find it pretty quickly. Uh, the accounts have been since taken down, by the way. And can you just like jump into a little bit about the danger that comes with that information being readily available? So, you know, the president is a unique case here, right? Most of us are not the head of state. The explicit danger, you know, like I said, he didn't have public transactions. He only had a few friends. But it does allow you to map out a whole sort of, you know, within a couple jumps away from who his friends were. You can really start to see a bunch of other people who are very closely within the president's orbit, for example. You know, this could create a situation where there would be a national security implication to that. He has a large sort of extended family of nieces, nephews, grandkids. Um, You know, some of them had public transactions, you know, going through their friend lists. You know, it's easy to sort of find that kind of stuff. On a few of those younger relatives I saw in public transactions, essentially harassment, like strangers sending them, you know, probably sending them a penny and writing a long message like, you know, tell President Biden to da 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 So, you know, for those family members, there's a safety and harassment uh, concern with that. And what happened when you reached out to the White House to let them know you found the president's private Venmo account? Often in journalism, when you reach out to a big company or something like the White House, you're not going to get a big response right away. And you can assume that perhaps some wheels are turning behind the scenes. Pretty soon after we had reached out to them and published our article, the accounts for Joe Biden and Jill Biden uh, were disappeared. Mm. They did issue a statement, a little bit of a longer statement to, I think, the Today Show um, a few Uh days later. (laughs) And did you get any reaction from Venmo? They gave BuzzFeed News a statement that talked about how they take the privacy and security of their users seriously. And that if you, I think, as it pertains specifically to public friend lists and how friend lists are always public no matter what, if you want, you can always delete the people on your friend list. So this this seems like something the White House probably should already have been on top of, especially considering that this is not the first time this year a politician's Venmo has been found. Can you explain what happened with Congressman Matt Gates' account? <laughs> so, yeah, um, that was a little bit of a different situation. But, you know, he is involved in a bit of a scandal right now where he was Venmoing money to someone who has pleaded guilty to a variety of crimes. The story was that he was sort of procuring women that he and Matt Gates would have sex with and that Matt Gates sent Venmo transfers to, to him with 
uh, and I think one of the young women uh, directly with, you know, some sort of comment that suggested the nature of what the transaction was for. So stupid. I feel like I don't, I, I don't want to fully overstate all the details of this um, because I, off the top of my head, I don't want to get it wrong. But yeah, I mean, that's a case of like, he was, you know, doing, allegedly uh, was doing something very bad, right? There's no evidence at the moment that Joe Biden was doing anything bad. You know, he seems like he was just sending his grandkids some money. Um, plenty of grandparents send their grandkids money. Um there is a big difference between the president's Venmo and the president's Twitter account, right? Like the president's Twitter account is he knows full well is public. It's used in a public capacity. His Venmo account is a personal account, right? Like it's not exactly not secret in the sense that he was using it to like siphon secret funds or something, but it's personal. It's, you know, he uses this not in relation, presumably, again, we don't know. Um, you know, maybe he's, maybe your tax payments go directly to Joe Biden's Venmo. Um, we have not looked into that, but presumably he's using it purely for personal use. And so something like that is something you would expect the White House to have sort of locked down and secured and maybe not allowed to exist in the way that it was existing. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what this means for your personal privacy. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. The Gangster Chronicles podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities. We just discuss the ramifications and repercussions of these activities. Because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. Our Heart Radio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangster Chronicles podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The NFL playoffs are here, and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. You can follow the action like a fan, or you can prep like a scout if you listen to the award-winning Move the Six podcast. The show is hosted by me, Daniel Jeremiah, and my partner, Bucky Brooks. The two of us bring knowledge from careers as NFL talent scouts to the podcast world so fans can watch and understand the nuances of the game like never before. After the Super Bowl, it's draft season. If you want to go in-depth on this year's prospects and learn what makes the top players stand out, there's no better podcast than Move the Sticks. We'll break down film from the professional and college games so you can know which player to look out for when the football season returns next fall. You'll learn a ton about the NFL, and I promise we'll make it fun along the way. We'll have several new episodes dropping each week, and you don't want to miss a single one. Subscribe now and listen to the Move the Sticks podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're talking with Katie Natopoulos about Venmo, privacy, and Joe Biden. 
So the piece points out that journalists have been warning about Venmo's privacy problems for years. And as you pointed out, we're not all the president of the United States. So if you're not the president, what should you be concerned about when it comes to the app? So the thing about Venmo that is sort of frustrating from a privacy standpoint is that although you can make transactions private, you can never make your account private. You can never hide your friends list. You can never hide the existence of your account. If you've uploaded a profile picture, you can't hide that, for example. And those are things that are concerning if you want to have privacy in a payment app, right? Like Venmo's whole thing is that it's kind of half social network, half payment app, which is a sort of uncomfortable hybrid. Sure, it's fun to see that your friend paid your other friend for a burrito, right? But you don't really have to be seen <laughs> that. I, I would certainly recommend that you go into your Venmo settings and opt to make all your transactions private from here on out. There is a way you can do that. Uh, you can change it so that by default, all your transactions will be private. I strongly recommend you do that. One of the things about Venmo that is a little bit frustrating is that it just has never had very strong user privacy. And one of those things is when you sign up for it, you are public by default. And that probably should not be the case, right? Like, because lots of people will just simply never go into their settings and change it, right? Like, that requires a little bit of work. It requires a little bit of understanding the nature of it, which not everyone who signs up the app is going to do. Plenty of people sign up and only half understand even how the thing works, right? One of the weirdest things about it too is that like if you you can see your friends' transactions in that little friend feed, but you can also toggle over into this little icon of a globe at the top. And that's not your friend feed. That's just everybody, right? <laughs> no. Like that's literally who's sending money across the globe right now, just strangers payments, right? Like why on earth does that exist? You know, I cannot think of a compelling reason to show thousands of up to the minute stranger monetary transactions other than that Venmo doesn't particularly value user privacy, especially not at the cost of user growth. It is in Venmo's interest to have users be public because that makes their friends want to use it. And so the more public you are, the better it is for Venmo because more people will sign up because they think, oh, all my friends are using it. I see all my friends on there. That's good for me. And, you know, you actually wrote a follow-up piece where you revealed Venmo has even more data on us than we may have anticipated. And there's no way to delete it. Can you break down what you uncovered about profile photos? So you can have a profile picture on Venmo. And a lot of people do because you actually want a picture of your face. So your friends know it's you and not the other Joe Smith, right? When you upload a photo, you can change it. You can upload a new photo. But you'll never see an option to delete the old photo. You just sort of assume it's gone, right? You assume you uploaded a new one and your old photo is gone for good. This is not true. The old photo is still there. It is retained on Venmo servers and it is accessible via their website and you have no way to delete it. And it's actually pretty easy to go in and find somebody's old user photos. If you go onto the Venmo website and sort of click into someone's profile, if they've ever changed their picture in the past, which, you know, to be fair, most people don't, right? Like, you probably have a Venmo photo that maybe you uploaded a couple of years ago. Uh, you just kind of like set it and forget it. But some people might have changed theirs. There's a fairly simple way to go into uh, the website profile, 
slightly edit the URL of the image and find the old version of the image. Like it's as simple as like, <laughs> you can go into where it says photo version two and just change the two to one. And then you find the original one. And that's just also like bad programming. <laughs> like That's just like bad coding. And, and no other social network does this. If you delete a picture on Facebook, it is gone for good. Having an old photo be somewhat easily accessible that you can't get rid of yourself is particularly harmful for someone who might be a victim of stalking and is trying to, you know, not have a picture of themselves attached to their account. For a trans person who might have an older photo that shows a different gender presentation, those things could be really harmful if they're easily found. Right. You know, on a bigger scale, this just calls into question everyone's privacy on social media and what companies are doing to protect it. What have experts said about the future of privacy features on these apps for the general public and how they should be implemented? What's funny about Venmo versus other social networks is that when we're talking about this level of privacy, really, really basic stuff like, can I make my account private? Can I literally turn off the like other people can see me function? Like Venmo is so far behind something like Facebook or Twitter, Instagram. Like those things have big privacy issues, especially Facebook. And a lot of that has to do with the way that really detailed granular data is being packaged and offered to data brokers for advertising and targeted ads. That's not really Venmo's that's not the Venmo problem per se. The Venmo problem is so much more basic. It's stuff that like we were talking about on Facebook in like 2011, you know, those big social platforms have solved a lot of these really basic privacy functions of like, oh yeah, some people actually don't want to have all their personal dirty laundry, clean laundry even. They just don't want their laundry out there for anyone to be able to see. Facebook has kind of dealt with that. Venmo has not. Venmo is like stuck in 2011. <laughs> uh, they have not really significantly changed their privacy settings since they first launched, which is, I think, about 2011. They did get dinged by the FTC in, I want to say, like 2017. And they sort of had to like overhaul their privacy a little bit. But all that meant was that they basically pushed out when you opened Venmo, you got like an alert that was like, let's do a privacy checkup. And it was just like, here's how to make your transactions private. You know, and that was about it. Well, this conversation has been both insightful and terrifying. I am definitely going to go change my Venmo transactions to private. Katie, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right. That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, fuck by erasure. Well said, Stephen. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? 
Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.